Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabbag, your weekly podcast for viewing games from the Game Pass Collection. Except for today. Today we are doing side quest episode, Microsoft's or Xbox Developer Direct 2024. I am your hardcore hero, Andrew, and with me is my lovely wife, Liz the Noob. Hey, guys. So today we are going over, as I said, the Microsoft Developer Direct, which this is the second year they've done it. They did it last year, which was very popular. I think it was more popular... Due to the fact that there was a nice surprise game and ended up being a shadow drop and that was being high fire rush. But going into this, you know, people were suspecting that there was going to be another hidden game in which there was, which we will get into. But Liz, overall thoughts of the developer direct. Did you like it? I did like it. I love their enthusiasm at the beginning. It's always nice seeing people like passionate about their jobs. I mean, there's that guy at the beginning doing a cartwheel, which is a pretty <laughs> magical um, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really nice hearing from the people, different people working on the games and stuff. So I don't, I don't think I, did I watch last year's? Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. I, I didn't remember. Wait, Honestly, all of no, it didn't no, even. Oh, I don't think you did. Because I think I remember running downstairs and telling you about Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. They all kind of blend together. I know. But I definitely liked it. Do you, you remember all these games, right? That were, that were, were these new announces for you? Maybe Indiana Jones and maybe Visions of Mana. I'm not sure. I don't really remember seeing much about, about Indiana Jones. Yeah. No, That's... this is the first time Indiana Jones was revealed. Okay. This is why it was very popular and exciting for this developer direct. What did you think about it? So I thought it was good, but I didn't I didn't think it was great. I had I had my issues with it. I try to keep my expectations low because I know going in, so many people are like, ooh, is there going to be another shadow drop? Is there going to be another shadow drop? And I thought for sure Xbox is not going to do a shadow drop because, you know, the first time they did it, like, that was rare. There's only been, like, a handful of games that have been, like, shadow dropped or released within a week or two. So, like, that was just a special moment. And there's no way Microsoft or Xbox is going to keep that expectation up of every time there's a developer direct, here's going to be a shadow drop. But I was expecting bigger news. I was expecting more surprise news, which there was, of course, with the fifth game that they kind of surprised in there. But my biggest disappointment is, like, they didn't say anything of Game Pass. I thought, if anything, I thought that was going to be the big surprise news of, you know, if they acquired Blizzard Activision. So they have a huge catalog of games that are now under the Microsoft umbrella and I thought maybe we'd get some release dates for things that are coming to Game Pass. Now, I'm not faulting the the show because it's called Developer Direct. And obviously the show is about these developers that they have here explaining what they're doing. But that was just so I'm not faulting the show. It was just a personal little disappointment. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. But my other complaint, too, is I feel like a lot of these games didn't explain much. So we're going to go over kind of our hype level on these games, too. Because I, I really want to know your thoughts. But let's start off with the first game, Avowed. Avowed, of course, brought to you by Obsidian, which we have covered numerous of these Obsidian games at this point. And I remember, like, some of the people talking about these games, I remember them, but I don't remember, like, the other games from... Like, I, I, you have explained to me probably a thousand times what other games Obsidian yes. has has made. And, like, can I tell you? Come on, name <laughs> one. Name not. one. Come on, do it. Dig in that brain. Come on, I know you have a bad memory. Obsidian. Just think of a game you really liked. Alan Wake. No, that was Remedy. Feeling a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> they have done Grounded. Oh, okay. They've done Pentiment. Yep. They've done Outer Worlds. And... I'm trying to remember. I think we just did one recently. <laughs> so I remember bringing this Ask up. me again oh, no. in a year and I won't be able to mention I, any of I things. know. But Obsidian really does a great job with their stories. They do a really good RPG, a Western RPG. And yeah, Avowed. This is the first time we now kind of saw real more gameplay. Is there another game called Avowed or like, like a similar word or something? Because I... No. There's, the, like, I, what do you mean similar word? I don't know. I thought there was already like an avowed game, but I, I think I'm just like thinking of a, it can't be avowed. No, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard. Well, cut this out. I'm just like, I was just No, curious. this is, this is gold. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm gonna have to look through games that we played because I thought there was a, a game. I think we played a game of. that sounded like a vowed. Yeah, but I can't. Or me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. You're the secretary. You should have the list of all the games. It's downstairs. I didn't think I would need it. I was just like, I feel like we played a game called this before. But yeah, Vout is is just going to be like a, another type of a Western RPG, first person. They, yeah, as I said, this is the first time they kind of showed the combat and they went in a little more detail. They went in a little more detail of where this game kind of takes place, like the fantasy world that it's in. And yeah, what did you think about this? I found it really exciting. We always talk about how we want games that, you know, your decisions actually affect the game. Yeah. And that's something they talked about a lot. And it's like, it's intimidating, but it's exciting. And I think too, with like, so obviously like the real time decisions, but I like that the the combat was so varied. So you can really play with your own style because they have like the spell casting, melee, special attacks. There's different types of enemies. Like there's there's just a lot going on. And then of course... Is a be- it looks like a beautiful game. Oh yeah, and the so color they have different regions, you, biomes. The splash art at the end, like, yeah, made like lit the internet on fire. I saw so many people on Twitter being like, "This is my new wallpaper." I mean, it is beautiful. That weird skeleton with like mushrooms growing out of its head and like lightning in it. It was a really cool splash art. And they, I, the words that they were using to describe it was like rich, weird, and wonderful. Yeah. And I was just like, these guys are so passionate and they just they seem so excited and got me really excited. I think that was like a, a strong game to start off with. Yeah. To me, this was probably my favorite of the developer direct. To me, this answered, like this got me more hyped because what we've seen in Avowed, you know, last year they showed some cutscenes of it and people like, you know, when this game was first announced, this was like originally a Xbox series announcement game, you know, a couple of years ago, and it was just a quick teaser. So last year they finally gave some in-game and they changed the art style drastically. And so people were like, oh, what's going on with this game? So this is the first time we actually got like a more in-depth of here's the gameplay. Here's kind of how the story goes. And I felt like they answered and explained things more to get me more hyped for it. And yeah, the combat, I'm I'm intrigued by it. Because it looks like, yeah, it's so varied. You can dual wield wands. You can have a sword and a gun. Like, there's just so many different styles you can do. And I'm like, I'm really curious how it plays into. This is only my complaint is like, I feel like I wanted more. Because like, it's obviously an RPG. Like, I wanted to know more like how the combat works. Like, do you build your character to be magic wands? It looks like you can just switch on the fly. You're using a gun and a sword and then instantly switch to magic wands. But it's like, do you have to build to be proficient with it? And yeah, they gave a little bit of the story elements, which, you know, they did the Outer Worlds, which do you remember that game? Yes. And this game really reminded me of the Outer Worlds, just not in space anymore. It's now fantasy. But yeah, this was, I think, a very, like you said, that's a very good, strong start to the show. And then, of course, they gave a release window. Uh, yeah, fall 2024. So that, I mean, it's kind of a bummer that it's quite a wait. Yeah. But it, it's also, you know, got me excited. Yeah, but this is one thing that's nice about the developer direct, which they did also with like last year. Like last year was more of an answer because people kept saying, where are the games? Where are the games? Where are the games? So Microsoft was finally like, okay, here are games that are coming out this year. And that's exactly what this was too, the developer direct of these games are coming out this year. This is what they're working on. And I really like that. So yeah, it stinks it's fall, but man. But I'm also looking forward to it because it's also kind of a smaller RPG. Oh, it is smaller? Yeah, I think they said 20 to 40 hours. It's so hard because our, there are some amazing RPGs that can just like take up uh, yeah. all of your time. Like it's really hard to to really get ahead with it with like a podcast that every week you're switching out the games. Yeah. And I do love that they shared an example of the, the decision making yeah. and like the what outcome could you could get. And Well, they didn't show with like, oh, well, they didn't show the consequences, which that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, they did. So the woman was talking about, so it was somebody who like got scared during combat so that you could, you know, give him the badges and let him go away. Or you can call him a coward and he might, he, she said he might try to fight you. Well, they didn't say, cause they said like, oh, when you go to town, like you'll see the, like what you, what, what your choices have done, but they didn't show that. And that's what I'm curious about. Cause I feel like a lot of games always have these lofty goals of like, ooh. You're going to shape and change the world with these choices. But with something like that, it's just one person going to go, hey, good job solving that mystery. And like, that's the changes. Like, I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Like, I just wish they had a little bit more of a better example of what is this they actually doing? made it seem like it was going to be like 
like big changes. Exactly. Like, but a lot of like, companies do that. People, yeah. And so that's why, I don't know. So Avowed, great showing. And then followed up from that was Hellblade 2 Cinema Saga. I know both me and you have been waiting for this game for quite some time. Because unlike Keith, me and you actually really like this game. Oh no, Keith actually enjoyed it. I You were the one who didn't like it. Never mind. <laughs> I, was like, that. I was I remember wondering now. where you were going. Because I forgot you hated the audio. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I it's, you know <laughs> <laughs> more of it. I know they were talking about yeah, they they had a nice segment of how the audios got more detailed. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's all—it looked gory. It's hard because it's like I would like to watch somebody play, but I don't necessarily want to play this game. But I also am really interested in what happens in the character and stuff. It's just, yeah. just not my favorite game. <laughs> yeah. So with Hellblade, I, I got like for me, I wasn't that impressed with this showing because they didn't really answer too much for me, you know. It was just like, you know, oh, yeah, you're still following the story. We're putting a lot of effort in the graphics. We're putting a lot of effort in the audio. And it's just like, well, I I figured as much. This is a sequel. No one's going to be like, oh, yeah, we made the audio crappier. Sorry, guys. It's like, no, obviously, I know you guys are improving these things. And then, of course, they said, you know, our number one focus, we're, we're upping the combat. But they didn't show anything. And they didn't explain how they were upping it. Well, they were saying that. You're going to leave the fight like just scraping by. So it's going to feel. Which you kind of were in the first one. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they they worded it as like taking everything to the next level. So, I mean. But they didn't give examples. They showed like the behind the scenes, which is really cool. Yeah, it's cool. But it's like, okay, you guys are making the game. It's like, I kind of already knew that. Like, you've already shown that you were doing motion capture. You've already shown how the graphics look. You've shown how the mocap has improved. But it's like, but. Like what? Like I I got that already. How did the game? I gameplay feel change? like the previous like trailer showed more. Kind of. Well, I couldn't tell if the previous trailer was a cinematic or actual like gameplay because it was like them fighting or running away from a giant, like throwing spears at it. But I think that this game I might actually like more because it's. It said that they were going to be telling a story throughout, and you're going to have people who. Well, that's every game. Become- <laughs> No, but like it's good. You're gonna have allies. You're gonna have people that like don't want anything to do with you because of your abilities. Let me finish. No, it's just that statement. We're gonna tell a story throughout the game. There are plenty. Like, no, because no, most games only tell a story halfway through. There are plenty of games that don't tell a story at all. <laughs> That's that is true. I, I'm just. It's I'm just very true. I'm just. And I feel like show. with the first one, it was more like your interpretation of things. And yeah. I felt like with this game, it wasn't gonna be that. It was gonna be like more of a concrete story. Yeah. But that's what you're getting from a vibe, though. And that's the thing where it's like, I, I don't feel like they explained enough. But there's other characters and stuff in yeah. the game. So oh, yeah, for me, that's why it's like, no matter what, I think I'm going to like it more. Because it was just kind of like her like her journey in the first one. Yeah, Yeah, now she's interacting with people. And some people see her psychosis as a gift and other people see it as a curse. So she has like these interesting, in, interesting interactions with real human people. Yeah, I'm I am very interested in the story. But it's just like, yeah, I just I wanted to know what they were doing with the combat. And it, it was a lingering question with a lot of people is like, are there still puzzles? Cuz I know a lot of people didn't like the puzzles. I think Keith didn't like them. I I, I thought, thought they were fine. It showed some. I could be yeah, wrong. Th- yes. No, no, it showed a very quick snippet that looked like it was the original puzzle design where you're kind of finding an image in the world. Mm-hmm. But they didn't explain that. It was just like really quick like like blink and you'll miss it kind of moment. And that's what I thought was odd is like, they didn't explain how the combat's improved. They didn't explain how the puzzles are changed. They just mostly focused on how the mocap improved, how the graphics improved and how the audio improved. And it's like, okay, but what what's going on? What's new? But I'm still very excited. It just didn't do anything for hype for me. I also love that they showed they're like having that music again. Um, oh yeah! Show the the performers. And oh, did they great. say that was tenth century with the first game? Yeah, there was tenth century Celtic warrior. Yeah, but yeah, they they uh, you didn't watch it, but they just recently had the game show awards, and that was the clip they used. But they had that band play live during the game show awards, so that was already something that was already kind of revealed. I at least watched part of it because I did watch that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're watching with me a little bit. I did. Yeah, and that one. May twenty first, twenty twenty four. So that's I think that's one that one's gonna come out the soonest. See when possibly when they showed the release date for that, I got excited. I'm like, ooh, 
like five games. Are they essentially going to kind of do like one for each season? Is this what it's doing? It's spreading them out. But no, spoiler alert, they don't. <laughs> yeah, this, Hellblade is the closest one for these release games. And yeah, May, which isn't too far away. But yeah, this was a game that's been announced forever and it's just been in the works and I'm ready for it. Oh, but I don't think you've heard this. There's actually some controversy. Kind of wanted to get you some. Oh, some gossip? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So it was also announced on the Microsoft website that this is going to be a $60 game. It's going to be the same length, so about 8 to 10 hours long. But the big thing that got a lot of people mad is that it's digital only. So a lot of people are getting upset that there is no physical copy, which is understandable because, you know, there's been a recent thing with PlayStation where if you bought some Discovery shows, they literally send a message saying, yeah, all those shows you bought on Discovery are, they're going to be gone. Like, even though you spent money to own them, they're gone. So a lot of people have been now up in arms about, you know, the the battle between digital and physical. You know, if you buy something digitally, you technically do not own that product. And so that's why people are upset about this game when it's like, why is this digital only? Like, I want to own this game. Uh, I, I can definitely see why people would be upset about that, especially because that just happened. $60 for a short game. Yeah. But I, I also think a game like this, I can see the price tag. I mean, the amount of money alone they put into this game. Oh, yeah. Like, not even just, like, graphics, but, like, the music and they... The actors. The, they talk to people who, like, specialize in, you know, yeah. psychosis and, like, doctors and stuff. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, yeah, of course I see that price tag as, you know... But yeah, I, I I definitely see the concern of the physical copy. Personally, for me, I don't care. Literally, I have a bunch of physical games next to me that are Xbox One games. I generally don't touch them. I I totally understand people who still buy physical. Just me and you have moved so much. I got so sick of moving these yes. games. that I'm like, please, I just want to make my library digital. I'm so sick of moving these cases around. Well, it's hard, too, because, I mean, there, there's only so much space on your Xbox, yeah. especially mine. Yeah. I can't really fit a lot of games on there. So I can see the appeal of that. But Well, you, even when you own the disc, you still have to download on your hard drive. Oh, this yeah. is how little I know about technology. <laughs> you just essentially have the disc to put in your Xbox to say, I own this game. Like, I have the physical oh, copy. Okay. Please play it. But you still get a download on your Xbox. Oh. So it doesn't even save space <laughs> on that. But yeah, so that was a little bit of a controversy. So I would not be surprised if they come out with a physical. I'm sure they're just doing this as it is, you know, launch. It's just going to be digital. But with a game like this, it absolutely would not surprise me if they do some sort of collector's edition and a statue because the graphics are amazing and the locales. I'm pretty sure they had a collector's edition with the first one, but we'll see. At the moment, there is nothing announced. But yes, so the third game, this one was a bit of an odd one. So the third game that was surprised was from Square Enix and it was Visions of Mana. Yes. Which is from the Secrets of Mana series. So Liz, have you ever heard of this? No. And it came up like Final Fantasy something. And I'm like, is it linked to the Final Fantasy game? No, it's from Square Enix, the studio that created Final Fantasy. But it just had that title at the beginning. and So it's kind of like an offshoot of like a little bit of like Final Fantasy. So it's still kind of like relatively similar, but it is like a different universe because the Final Fantasy games, unless I think a couple of them, they're their own kind of stories, even though there's like 16, 18, 18 just came out. I don't remember. There's a bunch, but anyway, they're all their own kind of little stories. And so the other, the Mana series was like another JRPG that they had. And this was kind of my point. Like it's been like thirty years, and I haven't really heard of it. Exactly, because there's never been on the Xbox. It's usually been Sony and Nintendo that had these games. Like I think it was originally was on like the Super Nintendo. It was like the one of the first ones, if I remember. Should have looked this up. But anyway, and, and but this is kind of my point of like that. Why I thought this was an odd game as a surprise. But one of our listeners in our Discord, when I asked, you know. What did everyone think of the show? He made a good point of the least nice thing about seeing this is the improving relationship between Microsoft and Square Enix. Because Square Enix, like I said, usually was exclusive with Nintendo and Sony, them being a Japanese company and going with the Japanese consoles. But Square Enix, as of recent, has realized that they're just putting money on the table, like leaving it and not bringing their games through the Xbox. And so, yeah, so Square Enix games are progressively getting um, put on the Xbox. And this is just kind of another example of it. 
And it, even though they didn't do it there to showcase, which is another odd thing, they did announce this will be day one on Game Pass later oh. on, but not during the show. But yeah, what did you think of this showing? Did it get you hyped at all? A little bit. It was interesting hearing the gentleman talk about like how he created the monsters and stuff in the game. And so, I mean, graphically, combat, like everything, I was just kind of un- like, I'm not unsure, but I wasn't really jazzed. But it so also, it looks fun. <laughs> it looks like a fun game, but I just didn't like get too excited. I do think it's amazing. I think they said that they had a hundred songs on yeah. uh, the soundtrack for the the game, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, I'm like oh, I really want to listen to some of that music, which I mean, I feel like Keith would really get into, but yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. I, it looks, it looks cool. See, I was disappointed in this. As you pointed out, I felt like their entire segment was talking about music and like the monster designs. And it was just like, okay, they didn't really talk about the like combat. They didn't really talk about the story. And it's weird because as I asked you, have you ever heard of these games before? And you haven't. And I'm sure a lot of people watching this because these games have not been on an Xbox. So they're bringing this new IP that has been going on to an audience that majority probably have no idea what it is. And you're just talking about the monsters and the music, but it's like, well, what about combat? What about story? Like, what are you doing? I do like they at least talked about the cute dog armadillo creature you get to ride. That was, that was at least a good touch. But yeah, they definitely had passion for this game, but it was like, it, it, to me, it wasn't a good showing to get people hyped about. Yeah, because even said, look at the facial expressions of the monsters when you're fighting. But I mean, they didn't really show a lot of combat. I yeah. saw like the, like the red circles and stuff, but... I mean, yeah, they didn't really go into it that much. See, I was trying to be nice. I I was not (laughs) excited about it. But I also think it might be one of those games where you start playing it and it's really addictive. So it could go either way. But yeah, it's not like I'm not like rushing to play it. Yeah, definitely a cutesy kind of art style. It looks like it's a more action JRPG. So doesn't look like it's going to be turn based. You know, the exploration looks like it'll be fun, especially since you have this, like I said, a like a dog armadillo creature that looks adorable. But yeah, like as Liz said, the developers are very passionate about it and that's kind of cool. But I just thought it was very odd that they didn't say more. And then especially too, like I said, why didn't they say day one game pass? Be excited for it. Like that was just overall my disappointment with the showing is like I'm surprised they didn't mention more of game pass. And a lot of these obviously are going to be game pass because... It's Microsoft stuff, but still. I also, they showed, I think it was the first game at the beginning of the Mana series. And graphically, it was really cool, especially for coming out so long ago. And so for me, I was looking at the graphics of, you know, the the game that's going to be released. And it's, like you said, it's like, it's a cutesy. Did you say the word cutesy? Am I putting that in your mouth? (laughs) Um, It's like a cute, it's like a cutesy game. And I kind of missed the graphics of like the original like, I kind of wish that they had just revamped it, but yeah. I also feel like I it doesn't it seem like it's going to be a long game. It's a JRPG, so probably they tend to be. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really see that much of the game, but I was I, I really liked the art style at the beginning. And that's what I thought was going to be the surprise of, hey, here's one or two of the older games, day one, Game Pass right now, go play it to get people excited for this mm-hmm. new one. But now there was nothing. That would have been smart. Yeah. Yeah. And they gave her a release date. Of window, right? summer 2024. Yeah. So we got spring, fall, summer. And, uh, yeah. So the f- game after that, Ara History Untold. Oh, I just put down Ara. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I immediately thought that you would be excited about this, which uh, they I did was. say I'm Oxide does strategy games. Yep. Did, they, did they do any of the ones that we've played? The I do believe a, a good amount of the team members are from the original Firaxis studio that created Civilization. In fact, I think they said they did one of the Civilization games that were recent. This is a game that I find intimidating because I kind of struggled with Civilization a little bit. Yeah. And Age of Empires, I, I liked, but I liked it more when I had originally played it. But it's... Interesting, though, because obviously, I mean, strategy and historical, like, obviously, I, f- I, f- I immediately thought Andrew's going to love this. But <laughs> I like that they mentioned that there's going to be, like, different historical perspectives. 
And that they kept saying, rule how you want to rule. So they have like the different culture, science, military options that you can go more down that route. But I mean, are you excited? I am. (laughs) But once again, still a little disappointed in this. So I liked it was way more detailed because if you've played a civilization game, you know, you're very high up in the sky and everything's very like hexagon grid and you're just kind of placing things in these tiles. This looks way more fluid almost like a real-time strategy game in which that that first got me excited because they showed little snippets of combat going on and it looked like it was a real-time strategy game, but they didn't explain it. And it's like, what, what's going on with that combat? Is it still just like a dice roll, how it is with civilization? Or is well, there actually more? Well, they said that the turns are simultaneous. Yeah. So there's less waiting. Yeah. So it sounded like it was, it is more like real-time strategy, but they, but I wanted more detail. Yeah, because you're just like doing whatever you want. And also, is it you playing against people online? I think so. Definitely at least there's bots. But all the Civilization games always have a online multiplayer game mode. So it wouldn't surprise me that this is the same way. Yeah, and they said that the crafting in it is really good. Yeah. But I also kind of didn't really understand what they meant. Exactly. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you can win win by like prestige. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that so the, which the, I kind of understand. Well, I didn't go too much detail of that, but I, but yeah, it was still a little like okay. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, like if you're building like world wonders, or if you have like the the best military, whatever. But yeah, and then they, they also like the environment can turn against you with like the the different wild animals because yeah. they had talked about how like Cougars. yeah, they had talked about how they had people playing the game to give them feedback, and they it was like too hard with the wild animals and stuff, so. Which was another image. It like it was active cougars chasing citizens in a city. So that's what I don't quite get with this gameplay. It's like, yeah, turns are simultaneously, but it's is it a real time strategy game or not? Like I could not figure it out. But I liked what I saw with Ara. I'm very excited because yeah, I love the civilization games. I know both me and Keith will probably love this game. The play how you want, I'm I'm really interested. Obviously, I understand why they didn't explain too much of it, because there's probably a lot of information. But I am curious how it works because whenever you played Civilization, you usually had domination victory, science victory, cultural, and I think religion were the new ones and like the latest one. But it always seemed like you would play the game and I felt like the game steered you to uh, your country's doing well with religion. Just just do that and you'll win that way. But it sounds like what they're doing with Aura is very much you are playing the way you want to and you can kind of go against like if the game is trying to steer you into a different victory be like no no no, i want to do military yeah and it looks like there was a lot of leaders to choose yeah. from and so i feel like there's going to be a lot to this game and i mean it looks like it might be a little complicated at first because you know i i do better like watching somebody play a game <laughs> it's like when we play board games so i'm like andrew you read the directions and you talk <laughs> me through it i'll i'll watch you as you play and then i'll i'll understand it but yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about how complicated it is. <laughs> but I also kind of wish that you weren't playing against other people, which I know is silly because it's I mean, well, the whole point of strategy. Well, yeah, because I feel like it would be fun just to build. You know, I, I almost said civilization. I don't want to confuse it with the <laughs> other game. But like you're building, you know, this yeah. this whatever and civilization. Um, you could use the word. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And kind of just like seeing how it goes. But I don't like really like the idea of like the competing which is weird and yeah and that one is coming out in fall 2024 too so you have to wait a while for that one which is surprising because it looks pretty well done yeah but yeah and graphically i love seeing like the buildings go up and i think it's going to be really fun to watch yeah so this showing definitely got me a bit more hyped because i think the last time we saw this it literally was just a weird cinematic teaser trailer and I remember like writing it down that it yeah. was uh, that I was interested in it, but it wasn't like one of my top games I was excited for because they didn't give enough information. Mm-hmm. So I actually I do remember when they did air that. Oh, I was wondering if you'd remember that. Yeah. So this one was a better showing, and then of course the last one, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. So this one was the biggest I think hype that people had for. You know, it's from Machine Games. Do you remember what game you played from them? Rainbow Siege 6. No. That's even <laughs> soft. Wolfenstein. Oh, I, I loved Wolfenstein. Yeah, they did the Wolfenstein series. And yeah, those games are very, very good. The story is very, very good. And um, I thought the gameplay was great. So a lot of people were very excited about this. Indiana Jones was originally announced that it was being made by Machine Games, I think, three, 
no, it's probably been about four years now. It's been a while that they announced that, you know, Machine Games would make an Indiana Jones game. But this is the very first time we've had any information. Nobody had any idea. Is it first person? You know, it was an action game. When's it take place? Like, there was nothing known about this game. And so finally, here is the big reveal. What did it do for you, Liz? So I should say, I, I have seen at least one of the movies when I was younger. But you I never really... I'm not as an adult. Oh, and well, I'm willing to watch them. We can watch them together. I mean, we got Date it night. now. Yeah, but I never really got into it. The actor's here is Ford, right? Fun. That's yeah. his name. I'm I'm not too big of a fan of his. Yeah. Not that I dislike him as an actor. I, I know your reasons. No, no, just like whenever I see him in something, I'm just like I, I, I you know, I wouldn't watch a movie just because he was in it. But yeah. I just never really. Well, now he's like 85 or something like that. So I generally don't care to see him in a movie. Either. Well, even when I was a kid, I wasn't really excited about it. But yeah, I think you I didn't watch like Star Wars either. Yeah, you had me watch that. But I will say. I couldn't tell if it was going to be funny because obviously, so him and the other protagonist, there's, I forget. Female journalist. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like go back and forth and like poke the bear at each other. And then there's the villain that like, I guess like gets under your skin. And the dynamic I wasn't, I'm not sure about, but then like they're like playing the cutscene. And the music, he's like punching someone in the face to the music. And I was just like, and I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, is this going to be a funny game? Is oh, this going to be like... Indiana Jones are always cheeky. Like they're always like, they're not funny, but they always have really cheeky moments to them. Yeah. And I thought I really liked that they explained like why you're in first person when you're playing the game in combat and stuff. And then, but they also want you to see like the iconic image with the hat and stuff. So with cutscenes and traversal, you're third person. Yeah. So I thought that that was really cool that they, they were explaining that. But I, I, this type of game, I, I, I do like, cause it's kind of like Tomb Raider, right? So Tomb Raider is a Metroidvania. This, I think, is meant to be more of a action-adventure kind of game. Oh. I was going to say, I really like the Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people suspected this game would be. A lot like Tomb Raider or PlayStation version of Uncharted. Well, I think that this game could be a little tricky. Because, I mean, so obviously there there are puzzles and traps. And they talk about a lot how you can play however you want to. But in the movies, there's a lot of cleverness, in which this takes place place between two different movies yeah. i don't know what they are but the the he uses a lot of cleverness so it makes sense to use that to avoid enemies where i'm the type of person where i just like to go in shooting which so, that's on indiana jones i know so but i think you can get like a gun off of an enemy but yes. you're not really but yeah the whip is for like traversal for combat for like all kinds of stuff so I am interested in the gameplay, but... And I also, like, I never want, like, a sneaking game. And then there are some games that we played that had so much sneaking and I loved. So I think it's just something that I'm not really good at. If it had, like, an easy mode, <laughs> I think <laughs> I would like it more. <laughs> but Yeah. I, I So this was... This got me only slightly hyped. Because, I, once again, I felt like there wasn't a, too much explained. For specifically the combat. Because, like, right away, you know, when I was told, hey, there's an Indiana Jones game, I instantly knew, okay, there's going to be puzzles. I'm sure there's going to be the whip. I'm sure you're going to be fighting Nazis. There's going to be, you know, traps, you know, caves to go in. And that's essentially what I felt like this trailer showed was just like, hey, yeah, you know, you have your whip and it's it's going to be used for combat. But I felt like they didn't give a lot of examples for me to be excited for it. Like, I don't know. It just didn't show much. And yeah, there's literally one time he shoots like one bullet. He has a handgun and shoots it. So it's like, what is the combat? Is the combat mostly stealth? Is it like if you are going against three people, you are going to lose, you're going to get overwhelmed? Because yeah, Indiana Jones is not an action star. Mm -hmm. Like even in the movies, he only shoots a gun like a handful of times. It's mostly about his whip and his hand-to-hand -hand combat and kind of, you know, being clever and figuring out the scenarios, like in the like how to traverse areas. And that's definitely what this game's doing. So that's at least this showing at least showed me that mm -hmm. the studio is doing a great job they are did their homework on indiana jones this will feel like an indiana jones game because the villain the villain is probably my favorite he felt like an indiana jones villain very you know just really intelligent just wants to get under your skin and just like it's just really sinister 
And with that opening monologue of Indiana Jones in the desert being buried, that was that was a very good start. I knew because the guy's nose was broken. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna I get knew again. he was going to get headbutted <laughs> by Indiana Jones. I was waiting for it. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I just, I wanted more examples of what the puzzles were too. It's just, I don't know. I'm just, I at least knew this game was going to be good. And just this showing just confirmed like, yeah, I think I'm going to have fun with this. I just wish I knew a little bit more about the combat. Is this going to be mostly stealth? Like I said, is it is it just the combat's going to be so hard that if you have more than two people, you're going to be in trouble? But Well, because it even showed the whip as a distraction. Yeah. And the, he like hit like a post or something and the, the guy turned around. But it showed a lot of like looking at like the guards rotations and stuff. So yeah. I think it's going to be majority stealth. Yeah, I think so too. But I the story looks intriguing. I'm. What did you think that they... That, how do you feel that they got Harrison Ford's like look alike? Did that throw you off at all? No, I mean I kind of I kind of like that. I mean I feel like it's kind of weird. I mean when we played, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. They had yeah, they, they didn't yeah copy the actors' mm-hmm. faces, and I feel like that was really kind of bizarre. Like hearing like voices that were really similar but they look different. So I actually like that they did that. Yeah, I I mean I do too because Harrison Ford is Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. It's like, yeah, at least that's a perfect example with Guardians of the Galaxy because, you know, the actors aren't the original characters. Like, it's been a comic book. Yeah. So it makes sense that they didn't copy the actors. But yeah, and this, but as it's like. someone has only seen the movies, yeah. it, was, it was weird. But yeah, that's, oh my gosh. I That's why it's like, if they ever make Indiana Jones again, it's just like, I I wouldn't want to watch it because it's, you know, it's his character. Yeah. I think and it's he's so, so weird. Yeah. They just came out with a new one last year, and it did not do well. Well, was he in it? Yep. Mm. Probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> I just realized during the recording, I have dropped my pen three times. Three <laughs> times. <laughs> You're very and It's excited. very loud. <laughs> I know. It's not even like a heavy pen. It has carpeted floor. <laughs> I know. You're just very passionate about this showing. But yeah, I don't know if you noticed. It was not the voice. Harrison Ford was not the voice actor, though. Oh, it is confirmed that it was Troy Baker, who is a big time voice actor in numerous video games. So it's amazing how some people can imitate voices. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. Yeah, it it definitely didn't sound like Harrison Ford, but it definitely sound Harrison Ford esque. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's gonna be a lot of fun with that though. I wish I could do like good impersonations. Do one of do one, do one of me. <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> I mean, it's like easy to to do one of like Batman. Do Batman. <laughs> please, please do Batman. I get like so shy when you guys ask me to do voices and animal sounds. Yeah, and my throat like, like closes. My throat like closes. Our fans are still waiting for you. Can you do noise. Batman? I'm Batman. I'm just having a very lazy day today. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't argue that was a bad Batman impersonation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah. So the release date for that, though. 2024. Oh, that's right. They didn't even give like a window. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. That stinks. Makes you think it's going to be really. It's going to be like November. <laughs> yeah. It's just really unfortunate. But they at least gave this year. And like I said, this is, a, this is the very first time we got anything from them. So I'm going to be very excited for this. I think this story was intriguing. But yes, Zelda's Developer Direct 2024. What did you give it for a letter grade? I think it's funny that you think that I'm going to go first. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> fine. I will go. Well, you can't read Metacritic. There was no Metacritic about the Developer Direct. <laughs> fine. I will go first. So for me, I thought this was a fine Developer Direct. I, you know, I'm not blaming it for them not having like big surprises or a shadow drop. It just was surprising to me that they didn't emphasize Game Pass on things like, you know, the Visions of Mana or the fact that a lot of these games are coming out on day one Game Pass. They've had some actually big Game Pass moments specifically. I post about it on our Twitter, but Frostpunk 2 just had a trailer come out and they announced that they were going to be day one Game Pass PC. That is huge. Frostpunk 2 is currently, I think from what I saw, it was the highest wish list game at the moment on Steam. Ooh. And it's going to be day one Game Pass. Like, it's like, why would you not announce that during the Develop Direct? Like, that's that's a huge win. So it's kind of odd that, you know, Xbox didn't kind of really kind of feed into it. Like, because I don't think they're planning on any other showings anytime soon. I understand this is obviously meant more for the developers here, but 
it's just it was odd to kind of not get people hyped up or at least remind them that these games are going to be on Game Pass. But uh, yeah, I liked what they showed. Just some of the to me there wasn't too much that got me so hyped. Like I cannot wait for this moment. This like this game cannot come out sooner. So I'm very excited for these things, but overall, I'd probably give it a B minus. I was thinking B minus or C plus. I think I'm gonna be more positive and do the B minus as well because I also think part of it is a lot of these games I'm not really excited to play. Like I think Indiana Jones will be fun, but am I excited about Indiana Jones having not really watched the movies in like you know yeah twenty plus years? Not really. Senua's Saga, like I don't really want to play i mean i might end up liking this one more but i'm also like really bad at puzzle games and if there's a lot of puzzles in this one yeah indiana jones's puzzle cinema saga's puzzle i think it's gonna be a great game i just don't think it's like my type of game and same like so i think like avowed is like my my number one but you love rpgs yeah so but i mean with the rest of them and then you're like talking about how you know, the Visions of Mana game didn't really give you a lot with the combat and stuff. I'm like, that is true. So I went into it like I really liked the developer direct because everyone just seemed so excited and um, <laughs> so proud of their games and stuff. But yeah, B minus is I think is good. So ask some people in our Discord, what do they thought about the uh, developer direct as well? One of our listeners, Curtis, thank you so much. He asked, where's Everwild? That is a very good question. That game was announced like four years ago. It's Rare's other game. You know, they announced, you know, oh man, that was, yeah, I think that was four years ago. They announced that they were creating this game Everwild. And even then the trailer didn't show too much. It was like some elves in a wood with some deer. It was very cell shaded. It was very bright and colorful. And there has been no word about that game at all. It's very odd. I mean, I, I understand why they probably didn't do it for this. Because this is clearly games that are supposed to be coming out this year, which also makes me sad because it's like, so that means Everwild, once again, is not coming out this year. I don't remember. I'm, I'm looking at the images online and I don't really. Yeah, it's it's been a while and there's been it's just nothing about it. I mean, Rare has been very busy still with Sea of Thieves, so. Oh, yeah. Which they just had a big new update. But yes, our other listener, Squid Girl. I'm stoked for Hellblade 2, but I'm more excited to see Xbox relationship with Square Enix is improving. The next time they remake a forgotten classic like Live a Live, maybe it could come to Game Pass. At the very least, maybe we can get some more Final Fantasy games. And that is true. I know constantly the stupid console wars that going online. So many Sony fanboys keep showing that they have the Final Fantasy remake, the Final Fantasy 7 remake. And it just... It's odd. Like I said, Square Enix is learning that, you know, it doesn't help them at all to limit their games to just PlayStation. So this is a good example of that. You know, Square Enix is figuring out like, heck, we're completely missing an audience here. Let's go to Xbox. And yeah, Microsoft is trying really hard to improve their relationship in the Japanese market. Then lastly, Javier said Avowed looks dope. Indie took me back to playing Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, which, yeah, that was Xbox 360. So there has not been a decent Indiana Jones game in a while. So I'm very excited for it. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, so that was the developer direct. Glad we got to do that this week because, you know, me and Liz, we are playing another game at the moment. We are currently doing our first Patreon episode. Liz, what are we playing? Overwatch 2. And what do you think of it so far? I was very intimidated. I've seen you play it so much. And I always like, obviously, you know, listeners can't see it. But there's that one character that's always like this. And that's what I was talking about when I was like, oh, is it, is Wait, it this game? Like the hands. like Which I still don't purple, know what you're doing with the hands. And she has like claws. Like she's like one of the magic ones. I'm assuming she's a healer or something. Are you talking about Moira? Maybe. But she's always like. <laughs> <laughs> with her hands. I like it way more than I thought. It's hard to put yourself out there when you're new to a game that has players who are absolutely obsessed and put yep. um how many days? 75 days for Keith or something like that? No, Keith Keith is at 125, I think. Something crazy. Keith, and, Keith has played a lot of this. Game. Yeah, so for me it's like it's intimidating cuz you're just like people are going to be mad at you. But yeah, I mean I have a lot to say about over, uh, Overwatch too, but <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly I liked it. So yeah, if you're interested, it'll be on our Patreon. Also, too, we will have our live recordings 
they will also be on our Patreon. So if you ever want to see kind of a more unedited version of the show and see our wonderful faces, check out our Patreon. It's on our website. If you go to GamePassGrabBag.com, go to our, it'll bring you to our link tree with all our sites, our YouTube, whatnot. But yeah. But besides that, upcoming games that we were playing, Liz, what are me and you playing? Oh. Oh, Halo. One yeah. of the Halos. Halo 2. We had a list of requests. No, we already did Halo 2. We're doing Halo 3. 3. Ah, oh, I'm bad at lip reading. <laughs> I'm bad at lip reading. Oh, and then aren't you and Keith playing Assassin's Creed? And Keith will be doing Assassin's Creed. Oh, I could have remembered that, but not the game that I know, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sure shortly after that, me and Keith have been playing a lot of it. So I'm sure we'll be doing an episode because you've been watching it and you've been interested in it. But we have been playing quite a bit of Pal World. I love like builder games like that. And yeah. you said it's like a arc meets Pokemon. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, it looks really cool. Which I did not expect. I did not quite realize what this game was going to be. Because I, I mean, I saw multiple pictures of it and everyone always just called it Pokemon with guns. And that's literally what it is. You literally have an AK-47 like shooting Pokemon. And it's like, what is this game? <laughs> but yeah, it is a survival builder. And it's an early access. So that was the other thing, too, where I was like, oh, we're probably not talking about this game. Because usually when it's early access, I play like a couple hours and I'm like, cool, that was fun. I'm going to wait for them when the game comes out. But you said but the achievements are there. Yeah, they already have the achievements. Yeah. I know on Steam, it's been, it's, it has a different uh, like version on Steam that has different features, but it, that's not on Xbox yet. And so it's multiplayer, right? Yep. Which that's the current issue. I mean, this game just launched and it is very popular. So the servers are having issues. Me and Keith were able to jump and play with each other for a little bit. But yeah, but I'm sure we're going to be playing that because this game has some controversy. Uh, It reached over 5 million players in three days. It's the number one Steam game right now. This game is crazy popular. And I did not realize this, but this is not on PlayStation. And PlayStation players are very upset. So upset that apparently the studio is getting death threats. Thanks. Which is so weird. Like, like, why are people so angry? <laughs> You're going well, to go to jail over a game? I know. Jail. <laughs> and not only that, or it, it could also be from Nintendo people because it's not on Nintendo. And a lot of people are so upset that this is like, oh, this is a clear copy of Pokemon. But it's just, it's weird. I, I never understand when people get so upset when like something's copied. Like, if it's still a fun game, like, why wouldn't you play it? Because Game Freak, the people who create Pokemon are not doing a good job. The last game that came out was so broken. And that's what I love about Pal World right now. It's like, this is going to challenge that studio to do something better. And that's what I don't get why people are so upset about it. When you're just like, oh, you just copied Pokemon. It's like, yeah, well, why didn't why didn't Game Freak create this game? For the longest time, everyone I feel like has always wanted a world where you live with Pokemon and do things with Pokemon instead of just battling them. But they never tapped into that market i feel like the title is hard to say i know pal world yeah it's that weird. is not roll off the tongue i don't like it i know <laughs> it's and, just hard and they're to called say. pals <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not saying it's a it's a bad title it's kind of lazy but i'm just saying it's like too hard for someone like me to to say what do you mean someone like you there's certain words i have trouble saying like what <laughs> 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 See, I love putting you on the slot just because you instantly choke up. Like world, I I struggle with that. I did a really good job with that one. I love love the video right there. You put some effort in that world. <laughs> like you had the hand motion and everything. I love it. I can't think of any other stuff. Oh, I can't blame you. I'm awful. I mumble so badly. I don't know how we've been doing this podcast this long. I don't know how people have been listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm constantly interacting with patients. And I always introduce myself and almost no one ever understands that my name's Andrew. They're like, did you say angel? I'm like, no, Andrew, (laughs) it's on my badge here. See, I trail off a lot. And then, but my biggest pet peeve when it comes to like somebody talking to me is when they won't talk loud enough. Yeah. You know, especially now. Yeah. If I say what, like, I can't hear you. You got to talk <laughs> louder. And like, especially like with people wearing masks and stuff, it's just like, burr, 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 burr. and I'm just like, <laughs> maybe if I talk louder, they'll like do it too. Yeah. But wait, so what is it called? Pal? Pal World. Oh, it, it's Pal World? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was, That's what I, didn't I was like, what's like... a word that I have trouble saying? And I'm like, oh. And then I, I forgot that it was part of the title. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. I wouldn't, we will probably be doing that for an upcoming episode. It's a lot of fun. What else? Any other games? Coming up. I mean, 
we got to be doing another Patreon. We got to line that up again. Yeah. Which will probably be Apex Legends because we've had numerous people request that we do that as well. I always feel bad that we're doing it because people are requesting it, but it's like, check out our Patreon. <laughs> I feel bad limiting the content, but we got to keep the lights on. Uh-huh. The yellow lights. It's very <laughs> yellow. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Liz, do you have anything you want to add? Nah, I'm Liz the New mm-hmm. Gamer Tech coming on to you now on Twitter and Instagram at Liz New <laughs> All right, everyone. Yeah, go to GamePassGrabBag.com. Check out all our links. Oh, and do me another favor. We've been at 198 reviews on Spotify. Can can two people just give us a review so we can be at 200? I'm so sick of seeing it. Like, just get us 200. Oh, and also another fun announcement. Liz, we're almost five years old. That's wild. We are coming up to our five-year birthday. I don't know how. Do you know the date? No. If I looked at the the invoice billing, I would... <laughs> But I don't. I didn't have it open at the moment. But yeah, how have we not gotten the hint that people want us to go away? <laughs> and somehow we are still here doing this. It's wild. It really is. I did not think we would ever get this far. Truly, truly, thank you, everyone who is listening. All the people who have taken the time to give us a review, who have stuck with us. You know, we have some fantastic fans. You know, I love you guys all. Even though, you know. Even though, you know, not everyone reaches out to us, but I see that you guys are listening to us and we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in, sharing us with your friends. We love getting feedback. We love hearing from you all. Thank you all so much for, you know, just continuing the support. Why Now you have to say it. But uh, yes, we'll keep doing this as long as you guys keep telling us. Or we'll stop doing this if you guys tell us to stop. So if you want us to stop, go to GamePassGrabBat.com and tell us to stop. Please. I know Liz wants to stop this. I'm just kidding. Oh, but there actually is one other question that I just remembered. We just recently had two people request that we revisit Sea of Thieves. Hmm. Do people really want that? Do people really want us to revisit Sea of Thieves? We've already done two episodes on it. I was going to ask that. We've done two. I mean, if people really want it, I guess we'll do it. But it's, it, I don't know, because I, I love playing Sea of Thieves, and they just came out with a big patch that I, it, they, it's a big quality of life patch that I would love to play again. But you know, if people really want that content, I guess yeah. Well, I guess we may visit. Maybe we should put a poll. Yeah, because I mean, I don't want to like put the same content out over and over again. But I mean, and, uh, yeah, I didn't know it. if like another episode would, you know, convince people that now's the time to play. But if you guys want us to talk more, see a thieves, I guess. Yeah. Reach out. You know, we did just get two listeners say that they wanted it, but I guess let us know. But yeah, anyway, I'll stop talking and rambling here. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye guys. Oh, 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 oh,